As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. But I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, I'm this little person. This, this is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday again, Sunday night. This is the QC Militia with Sean and Joe. At QC Militia on the socials. Go there, join the Militia live on Twitter X Spaces already today, so not right now. Uh, we do have a special treat for you, however. Um... We got our very own Virginia Tech insider, Syracuse's own uh, Giovanni Heater. So welcome, Gio. It's, it is great to have you back again. It's tough for us to get guests on because uh, we, we just pencil whip these things when we have spare time. So um, it's good to set t- uh, some time aside to have you on to talk about your Hokies today. So how you doing? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Looking forward to it. Uh, as you know, I always love listening, so uh, always fun to hop on here with you guys. Uh, yes, sir. Thanks, bud. Absolutely. Gio's been a long-time listener, like real long time. Um, how Where old, did the time go? Where did the time go? Look at you. You've gotten so big. Look at you. He came out and played his guitar one time, too. Just coming on his... Uh, Hopping on as a just a fan, and then I had him co-host with me before, and now he's he's doing, you know, interviews and podcasts with football coaches and and everything like that. So um, what a leap! It must be, um, just almost surreal for you to just be doing what you want to do and doing it at the level you're doing it at. It's crazy, but I always say. Um, you know, you guys kind of gave me my start because I always love listening to your show and thought like hey why don't i try and do that so um it is surreal to get to get to hang out with you guys and talk about the team that we love and for me talk about the two teams that i love but you know how i'm always rooting for when these two go head to head so i know yeah. i hear you uh, i saw you got razzed a little bit after uh the, after virginia tech beat syracuse i saw it on twitter one, oh. of, your, one of your buddies tagging you in, in a post there for that but um a lot of people you, you guys you guys have no idea. Like, so I work for a different company and we do like um, a podcast every week and whatnot. And if Syracuse is even mentioned by my coworkers, and they're like adults who are professional writers, have won like Virginia Sports Writer of the Year awards and like all these like very, very big accolades. If they mention Syracuse, somehow it comes back to me and being a homer and they hate that i host that podcast because i'm from syracuse and i have the dome tattooed on my arm it it razzed every day here about being from syracuse it's your hazing period you're a sophomore right junior oh you are a junior junior right now holy cow almost done already i know oh my gosh okay all right Wow. Hey man, he's doing what we thought he was gonna do. Right? Well, we I mean, he yeah put in the work, but yeah. we we I mean, 
we, we knew he's going to be bigger than us. I, I love that's that he sure. says, I love that he says, well, I used to listen to you guys. And I thought to myself, well, hell, I could do that. Why don't I go to school for it too while I'm at it? So, <laughs> um, so, so Blacksburg, a, a beautiful place. Is, is it growing on you? It's kind of, you know, it's very different than, than Syracuse, than the, the landscape and everything from A to Z. You like it there in Blacksburg? Yeah, I do. I, I love it in Blacksburg. It, it's definitely different. Uh, you know, it's the perfect spot to be for four years, I think. I don't know if, you know, I, I think if something went wrong, if I'm still here a long time from now, but um, you never know what opportunities come about. Um, it's funny, I get razzed as well for saying that the food here is not, and that the food in New York is way better, but I'll also stand by that when, you know, people's impression of good Italian food down here is like Olive Garden, so. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah, but, well, the, the Italian but, there is not great. Barabas. Yeah. Yeah. You you there's there's no good pizza, no good Italian food down here. But other than that, you know it is it is nice. The sunsets are good. I drive out of my like neighborhood, and there's cows right front and center. There's like a farm, so you know if, if that's what you like, there there's some good views for sure. You get to the mountains are beautiful. You get to um, is it Roanoke? What's just what's just um yeah. southeast of you? Yeah, Roanoke, right? Yeah, Roanoke. Roanoke's uh, up eighty one, so it's yeah. north. Um, about. 40 minutes from okay. here yeah that's about right yeah yeah no you're right because that's where i stayed yep. i stayed in roanoke when uh when i went to the game there and um, they actually okay. have a couple really good sports bars there and some some pretty good food but as far as the italian goes i have no idea um, uh, yeah we both yeah, yeah. feel that pain living in uh, virginia and north carolina yeah we feel that pizza pain yeah you guys get it i uh, yep, yeah you get it I, I do but there's some good pizza here like there's some good. It's different though. I think you've been it's, away. You've been away from Syracuse too long. Then you've now. been away. Like you yeah. have a couple. Well, I mean, moments. look, it's it's a different style. So there's a place by me called Cal's. That's a Buffalo style with the cup pepperoni. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And then um, there's another just a style. Like we have pizza pubs here. Like would be you know something like Trappers, but it, it you know. Mm that are big and they've got their own style of pizza and it's, it's good, but it's not New York style. That's it. I like the big, it, it's thin a, fold them in half pieces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's no, it's no Paladino's. That's for sure. <laughs> or oh, what is it? Uh, uh, OIP original Italian is pretty good. Back, OIP back home. is pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Um, Coley's is good. Well, there's, I mean, I could, well, there's the difference. Now we could, we could, we could rattle off. Yeah. 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 I got Johnny's pizza pizza down here and it's like when anybody comes and visits me and I'm like, yeah, this is our, this is the best pizza around here and they eat it and they're like, meh. Well, it's average. I, when, when, when I have people come, I don't take them for pizza. Let's put it that way. I bring them, I bring, I have some, we have some really good burger joints here that are phenomenal. So, um, We we got some good barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. The barbecue is world class down south for sure. Yep. Um, so, look, I wanted to get your thoughts on just a couple more things before you tell us about your about your Hokies uh, coming into the dome. First of all, um, did you, did you see the Kyle Filipowski incident yesterday with Wake Forest? Because this was just brought to our attention. Um, well, I saw it yesterday. I saw the only the one replay they showed on TV, and then Joe found one that Noons put out from up above. Did you happen to see that um, from Noons, Geo? Yeah. Oh, you did yeah, see yeah, that yeah. one. Okay, I, I don't okay. know if I saw the Noons, but I saw multiple clips of the incident. Okay, from different angles. 
Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. All right. All right. Well, then you probably saw the overhead one because the overhead one's okay. telling, right? So Storm in the Court's right. been kind of a it's been kind of a thing. It's been a thing for a couple of years, but really this year it's starting to ramp up again, right? So Duke loses, okay, and they're all, they're already in their sads about it, and then uh, out on the court comes all the Wake Forest, the, like in the entire population. Of Wake Forest, all, right, all of which <laughs> all two thousand students that go to that school. <laughs> yeah, run out on the court. Someone gets a little too close to Kyle Filipowski. He looks like he goes to shove, and the kid goes flying like twenty feet, like slides on the ground though on the court. He slides <laughs> yeah. like 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 it's ice. Okay, so you know he had some impact too. Um, Kyle Filipowski, you know, look, he's a dramatic player. Okay, uh, I'm sure he wasn't happy. And I'm sure that, you know, um, you know, maybe he got bumped or whatever, but, you know, he's hobbling off. He's got four, four or five people carrying him off. Like, you know, this big dramatic <laughs> well, scene, John, John Shire's like in all of the rage. Like if there's any more rage to be had, I think his head would have blown up. So, you know, he's, he's freaking out, you know, getting, getting the, getting the players off. Now we're going to, now you know damn well, the both of you, this is going to, this is going to ramp up now. And yeah. sh- should should we should we not let students storm the court now because they might get shoved to the ground by a player? Is that what was that the rule that's going <laughs> to set this thing off? Is that the incident that's going to set this thing off or what? And what are your what are your thoughts? I said a couple episodes ago, like the storm in the court thing. I don't really have an opinion. I could take it or leave it. I, I, I don't care. This was after Syracuse beat UNC. And, you know, it's coming. But in, in, for me. I don't really have strong opinion about it, Gio. But you know, you know, this is going to ramp up here next week. So, what do you think? I mean, it, it, it's. I guess you go back to the whole like safety, the player thing, this and that. We saw Caitlin Clark for women's basketball. This happened to her, the Iowa player. Yeah. She's incredible. Um, similar yeah. situation where she kind of got hip checked, and I think she made it look a little it more was, egregious than yes. it might have been. Right. Um, and so I, I get the whole safety of the player thing, right? But at the same time, one, one take I saw on Twitter, and you could take it or leave it, is you saw every other Duke player scramble to get the heck out of there, and he's kind of, like, taking his time, right? It's almost like the responsibility of the losing team on the road to, like, know that it – to there should almost be a game plan in place. Like, this is how we're going to get out of here quickly. Like, that happens in football where – Yeah. Um, like – part of the sport right it's been around for how long and to take it out of the game i think would be a shame um i think there are times where maybe court storming isn't necessary like clemson storms the field every time they win i think that's a little it's a mu- little it, goofy yeah but in in phil Powski was at half court like he right was still why was he still at half court <laughs> yeah i mean i i think it'd be a really really big shame to take it out of the game whether it's football or basketball just because it is so exciting celebratory moments you'll never forget moments you'll remember things like that i also think that this is getting blown to a whole different echelon because of the fact of uh it was duke and it Mm -hmm. was kyle filipowski who's arguably Mm -hmm. the best player in the country right now um and i think that's what takes us to a whole nother level if that was notre dame and they were playing against wake forest and this happened like I don't think anybody really would be thinking twice um, because Notre Dame's at the bottom of the ACC and and Duke's at the top, right? I thought Shire was so upset, and I was just like, I mean, it was one of those is 
Like on your show, I can kind of put my fandom forefront, and I don't get to do that a lot. Like, dude, I was just sitting there rolling my eyes. Like, come on. That was me too. I was like, this is so ridiculous, and I and I, I you know I couldn't sit there. And, you know, I only got the one replay. There was a lot going on there. There was like, a when lot. You go back and you look at it. I mean, you see some of the guy, like some of the, it seemed to be maybe the Duke trainers, people from their bench. You can visibly see that they're yelling "f you" to fans, people. I mean, it was it, it was blown out of control or just put out of out of proportion. And into what Geo said too, like Kyle Filipowski, he kind of put himself in that situation. You know, not only did he not hustle to get off the court, but um. It also, you know, in an in overhead slow-mo view, it almost looked like he tried to trip a kid, tried to maybe put his hands out there a little bit, you know, push a guy. Like, he he put himself in that situation, and, and I don't know what the, what the best answer is because um, isn't there some conferences that get, uh, they get fined? Yes, and the ACC is not one of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I just I, I guess my opinion is is that you know you, you got to figure something out whether it's to get personnel out there to you know allow maybe the players to get out there or have a plan like what Gio said. I remember back when uh, the year we won the national championship when we beat Pittsburgh at home, the students they rushed the court three separate times in a row, and I saw people get trampled. So I mean, when you make that rule, it's almost it's safety for the players, but also safety for the fans. So um, you know. I don't think that they should make a rule just because of the player situation as much as the, the only way you, the only reason you make the rules to make it to where something like that can't happen whatsoever. I mean, you could argue whether or not you should even allow a fan to be able to get that close to be able to have a confrontation like that with a, with an opponent's um, player. Just my take. Yeah. And, and at Castle Coliseum for Virginia Tech, um, like they stormed last year against Virginia and they do it where they actually immediately – um, the che- it's actually so smart because it doesn't look like cheesy. The cheerleaders on the side of the students where the students would rush the court kind of form like a, a, a blockade, right? And so they stormed, but they can't get any – they're not going to trample over the cheerleaders, and those are also right. like fellow students. So, But it's not like a line of like security guards that – and so just naturally the storming was just kind of caught up on the home half of the court. And that way it was an easy exit for the road team. And, I mean, it's not as cool as everybody flooding to the middle of the floor. Right. But I guess there are ways to be like, we can still storm the court. Um, with that being said, there's a 10 to 15-foot wall of the student section. So it's a slow storming. Everybody is, like, <laughs> yeah. helping each other down. It's not like Wake Forest, they just flushed it. At the Dome, you can just flush it. So it also depends yep. on where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not about I'm not about taking away, you know, people just celebrating as much as if it's going to be about the players and, and, the, and the fan safety. Um, you know, I'm I'm okay with with conferences having fines and leaving it up to the school, and if they don't want to put in, you know, the uh, security or the the rules to be able to to, you know, stop that or at least do it safely, then you know the school is going to be eventually held liable for certain things that go on. So. I get it. It's fun. It's cool to get down there and um, be on the court for the for the students. But I don't know. I don't know if I care that much. <laughs> I, I think they should be able to do it. And I think Geo's. You know, I think what you mentioned about what they do in Blacksburg, I think, is a good idea. Maybe they. Maybe you can only be on one side of the court. 
you know, just, right. just to just to allow the team to leave if they want to maybe drag their feet and be all dramatic about it, you know, let them be all dramatic about it and grab and drag their feet. And well, and we also spoke too about the the or the the handshake lines too, right? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, when, when when you storm the court and do that, then players don't go in and and do that whole aspect of it too. Well, I'm, players have an like obligation to to have to to get in the handshake line and complete that before they do anything else. I feel like that's the player's obligation. It doesn't have anything to do with storm the court. Home players home players should be off the court too. Kyle Filipowski was the only guy on the court. <laughs> <laughs> and he was still at half court. What was he doing? And did he get lost? The hell? So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I think we're I think we're kind of all in agreement. I mean, maybe there's a way to do it better. You know, you'd hate to see it just go away because of this. Right? Fair to say? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, Gio, big Syracuse football fan you are. Okay. Of course. Um, w- what do you think about Fran Brown? I don't know oh, if I've dude. gotten your opinion or seen your opinion on any of this because of who who you are and what you do now. But I mean, you got to be excited for next year's Syracuse football team. Yeah, and this is where I get in trouble at work talking about how good Syracuse football is going to be next year. <laughs> yeah, and, right? and it all started because my boss sitting on the podcast, my boss started it all by saying that Virginia Tech doesn't win at the Dome. Like historically, Virginia Tech loses at the Dome. Even in 2016, when they were ranked, they still went and lost to Dino Babers in his first year. Like Tech doesn't win at the Dome in football. And so he said – no matter how, because Tech's supposed to be really good next year too. Um, they're they're preseason top twenty five on on some lists and stuff. Um, they return pretty much e- literally everybody, and um, you know that's going to be a big game. Uh, and I, I like I just like Syracuse's chances. I, I'm so fired up. I think when I was home for Christmas break, that was the most buzz I've ever seen around the Syracuse football program, uh, being in Syracuse, like people were talking about it. And oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever had that. Of course you go places and people were talking about basketball when I was younger, but I've never had random people talking about football. Um, and it just felt like every day it was a new surprise. And mm-hmm. like, you just got used to seeing four stars and like, when did we ever get to talk about four stars? And man, it, it is exciting. I mean, you got the, the, the transfers from Georgia, the defensive line from uh, Texas A&M, then he brings his brother. I mean, it's just like McCord was obviously the big one. Most talent that they've had in my entire lifetime. I literally, I'm so excited. I, I was trying to explain to my girlfriend the level of, excite, of excitement who was also in Syracuse and her whole family's Ohio State fans. So to them, it's like, oh, you get our sloppy seconds in McCord. And me and my dad were like <laughs> explaining to her, like, no, this is like the greatest thing that has ever happened to us. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, y- you're lucky in some respects because Virginia Tech's playing at the Dome next year, right? Are yeah, you going to be able to go to that? Yep. Senior year, gonna go up with all the buddies and we'll 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 call the game and that'll be the like the the most full circle. I did a game in the dome last year, uh basketball game, and then um I've done every time they come down here I always do it. But but just to football's always my favorite. And you know, to do a football game in the dome senior year, um that'll be that'll be pretty sweet. Looking forward to that. Remember you Hey, I will tell you. This is the first year that Sean's actually um, had no problem talking about football in 
once football December, was over during basketball. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the level of there excitement. That's the level of excitement that's going on right now. And I remember when Geo used to call football games in his basement. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. just time. for practice, right? Good so, times. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. November second, Virginia Tech at the uh, JMA Wireless Dome. Uh, can't wait for. Uh, football season next year and you know what we haven't even hit summer yet so you know i'm excited um all right <laughs> i mean that's anybody who listens to the show long enough should know me <laughs> and know that all right so let's let's give us give us a synopsis here on this virginia tech Hokies basketball team okay both of these teams in a pretty um but both teams in in a must win scenario, I think. You know, especially for, um, I'd say both of them. I mean, they're both very yeah. similar. The, the the records are 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 similar. I mean, you're, you know, um, where we sit as far as maybe a committee goes uh, is similar in all of this. So, you know, you got you got Padul and you got um, Couture, right? And your backcourt. Mm-hmm. That's the strength of this team. And I don't know. I don't know who um, Lynn Kidd is, but he was on your team last year. I do not remember him. But you have this, you have this other cat here who can shoot threes, right? We know what Couture can do, um, but you got this Tyler Nichols transfer from UNC, right? Uh, plays right. twenty five minutes a game. He's only averaging nine points, but he's shooting forty one percent from three, which isn't terrible because he's he's shot enough of them, one hundred and sixteen of them, forty eight for one hundred and sixteen. Right. So. Um, what are we looking at with this team coming into the dome Tuesday night? And are you going to be there? I wish I was going to be there. Um, um, I'm not going to be there just because I had I had baseball this weekend, more baseball this upcoming weekend, and it was you know with class and stuff, it's it's tough to do. If it was on a Saturday, I'd be there in a heartbeat. But it's tough to make that that long trip in the middle of the week like that. Um, I wish I was going to be there, but I think that. You know, Tech, one, they struggle on the road. So that's that's a plus for the Qs, no doubt about that. Um, Tech's not very good um, on the road. They, they are very strong at home. They've only lost two home games. They just beat Virginia, actually beat up on Virginia and beat them by 34 points, which was crazy. Um, yeah, they only Virginia scored 41. Score. Yeah, 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 that was nuts. Um, that, that, that doesn't happen often. That's only – that's the second biggest deficit in the history of that rivalry, and they play twice a year every year. But other than that, I mean, Tech is so inconsistent. And honestly, like you mentioned, Sean, these two teams mirror each other in a lot of ways um, as far as their resumes go. With that being said, for whatever reason, and it's all these advanced metrics, Tech is 57th in the net. They were 52nd. They just mm-hmm. lost yesterday. Um, they lost at Pitt. And then Syracuse is all the way at, 85 80 something 84 85 is it's 84, 84 85 so there you go um i mean syracuse is 84. winning more games lately they have that massive win over north carolina that marquee win like tech's best win is either virginia at home or clemson at home and neither one of those is like eye-popping by any means it's nothing compared to a win over north carolina in my opinion um, and again, tech hasn't really won much on the road, but it's all this like, you know, defensive efficiency and whatever else they look at. Some reason tech is 30 spots ahead of Syracuse in the net. And I can't quite figure out why that is, <laughs> um, because I think Syracuse is the better team. Um, I think 
Tech's going to focus on trying to get the ball to Lynn Kidd and Melijah Poteet inside, two really good centers. Um, that's something that Tech hasn't had is two solid centers, and they do have that this year. Poteet in his second year, he's a transfer from Rice. Um, he's been really strong. And then Kidd, like you were mentioning, he, he was a Clemson transfer, but has really come on this year. He, he was like their ultimate project, where this is his third year here. Now he's a night-in, night-out starter, and he's just gradually gotten better each year into this being his starting role. Tech gets to the line, and they shoot really well from the line. There was one point in the year where they were the top free-throw shooting team in the country, um, and their big men can shoot. So, like, if you foul kid, that's going to be a tough matchup inside for Malik Brown where Syracuse lacks a little bit of sizes. You foul kid, he shoots 88% from the stripe. You foul Poteet, he shoots at 74% from the stripe. Um, that's big. Tech's going to get their shots, I guess, but I, I'm, I'm so unimpressed with Tech. I, like, I would pick Syracuse to win by eight tomorrow. Um, yeah, they're shooting almost 80% from the line, which is really good. And um, Joe and I already talked a little bit about the net, but I was as you were talking about getting beat by Pitt at Pitt, right? Time out. What even happened to that game, by the way? You guys took the lead. Three minutes in the second half, you're up two, and all of a sudden, eight, ten minutes later, you're down almost twenty. What happened in that game? Well, that would be that would be Joe. That would be an eighteen zero scoring run by the Panthers. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. Is what happened there? And I don't, I don't actually have the full deets because I was I was calling baseball at the exact time that 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 uh, game was okay. going on. But uh, but I was looking at the box score and stuff after, and, and I did hear people were texting me, um, and I was updating those listening to baseball on the basketball score and it, there was an 18 pit run at, at one point early in the mm. second half and it was it was over after that that's yeah that that'll do it almost happened to i don't know how you, an 18 run is crazy it it is it is um but here's the thing they went at home against virginia tech virginia virginia they are virginia tech no 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 no, no. i'm talking about pit no. talking about pit Right. Um, because they jumped up 11 spots in the net yesterday after that win. 11 spots. They're 46 yeah. in the net. That is that that kind of jump for that kind of win at home this late in the season like I don't that just is a head scratcher. Joe and I already did the diatribe on the net. But I'd love to get your thoughts on that because they go up 11 and um, Virginia Tech drops five. So at home against Pitt. I, I don't know, man. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, I've heard all this talk, like, expand the tournament to 96. And at first I was like, no, it's always like, that would be so lame. Like, why would we do that? And now that I'm looking at a postseason where neither of my teams are likely going to be in it, I'm like, yeah, 96. <laughs> yeah. Basketball. Yeah, make, it a, make it 120. <laughs> Screw it. Yeah, yeah. So, um I, honestly, like I'll be completely honest, like I don't even feel the net is so confusing. I I don't even know if I'm fully educated enough to have an opinion, which I guess maybe speaks for itself. We used to think we were educated enough that it was explained well enough to where we understood it, but at this point, I I think they've they're hiding the ball. I think they're not this. It's not what it was set out to be. I just don't believe no. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we spoke too about that, and I, a lot of it, I think, it comes down to where you start. And then what your non-conference is, right? Um, I kind of rolled through it a little earlier, but when you look at the non-conference uh, strength of schedule from a lot of the Big 12 teams, take away Baylor and Kansas, 
Um, they're over in the 150s, 200s, stuff like that. Um, they didn't play anybody. Uh, the ACC had a really good record against Big 12 teams, and they didn't play anybody. They won a lot of games, so they were high up in the net, and then they stayed there because they just beat up on each other. And then the next thing you know, instead of only having you know 10 chances for quad one games, they're, they're getting 15, 16. But when you look at their quad four wins, they got seven, eight, nine, because their non-conference was awful. But what it does is it sets the table for when – Conference play starts, and everyone just they have such a good net ranking that they don't move. They beat up on each other. They don't move, and they look like a really good conference. And then they'll get eight, nine teams in the tournament, and they'll have one in the Sweet 16. Yeah. Well, that was a quad one game for Pitt, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Yes. And I think that's where, that's where Tech is – somewhere relevant in the net is they're three and eight in quad one they're 12 and two at home one and eight on the road their one road win all season is at nc state so i mean that's what i mean like they really do not play well on the road you got a couple good non-conference wins boise state and iowa state were good yeah it definitely helps it definitely helps but again you're lacking that like i'd almost rather that marquee win especially now to get in the tournament it's like when the when the committee there's not that lure like even though Iowa State and Boise State are good in the net good solid NCAA tournament teams like you don't look at that on paper and think wow that's a nice win right there like it doesn't have the same lure as a Carolina and a Duke and Syracuse beat Carolina and Carolina Fair. I mean I don't know they've struggled lately but I I do think it it sounds cheesy but and it shouldn't because it's a committee of very educated people but. When you beat a, a Carolina, a Duke, a Kentucky, whatever it may be, like it, it holds so much more weight. Yeah. And uh, I mean, not to poo-poo on the educated, but it's not like they always make the right decisions, right? Right. Right. No, I mean, let's be honest. There's so much influence, so much money in this sport right yeah. now that it's just... Well, well, we can't complain too much. It did bring us to a Final Four in 16, so we probably shouldn't have got in that year. It's true. So, I mean, probably not. And then we should have got in the next year and didn't. So, <laughs> go figure. Then that's the problem, right? I mean, that's kind right. of what we're talking about. Um, so, you you're gonna get to watch this game. You're not doing Absolutely. anything, right? Seven o'clock at night. You're you're done with all your stuff, right? So, do you, do you go, typically go out and watch these games? You do you get um, you know, you get a bunch of your hokey buddies with you, and then you got to act like you know you don't care. If something if something happens to Syracuse or what? How's that go? <laughs> most of the time, most of the time, I'm working it. Um, definitely there if it's in Blacksburg, and then if it's on the road, that's kind of the nice thing about this location, right? Like Wake Forest, two hours away. You got the whole research triangle. So NC State, Duke, and Carolina is all like two and a half hours from here. Um, everywhere else is very like I'm going to go to Louisville um, next week because we're on spring break so that that'll be a fun trip and it's like everywhere is very doable besides bc syracuse miami like two of my buddies went to Pitt. Pitt's only five hours from here like that's that's manageable mm-hmm. um so usually we're there but tomorrow I don't, I don't know i don't know what the game plan is yet but um by the way did you guys see i thought everything they did for for Bayheim was pretty pretty dope yesterday got me a little got me a little choked up i was like man was, they did a good he coach was coach was choked up <clears throat> Yeah, and that's not very often, right? 
So, no. you, yeah, I mean, just glad. Like, I got to agree with Adrian Autry when he said, I'm just glad they did it, like, so quick, you know, to, to, yeah. to do something like that and not wait, like, hold off on this thing. And, and you know, um, Coach isn't getting to games that much. He's, you know, he's he's working for the ACC Network, right? And he's he's on the road a lot. You see him all over the place now. So, it's only a second game of the year and – you know, it's good to see. It's still a little bittersweet for me, the whole Bayheim thing. I thought that was his first time back to the Dome, no? I think he was at one other game before. Okay. Yeah. But oh, he, he, can't, he went to the one that Dave Bing was getting yeah, celebrated. Yeah, that was it, it was the Ring of teammate. Honor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. He loves Dave Bing. Yeah, they're boys, yeah, man. Roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, Not I don't now. think enough can be done for Jim Beheim and you can love him or you can hate him. But I mean, let's be honest. I don't think there's enough that that community, that that school um, could do for him that would, you know, could give back to him as much as he gave everybody. There's no way. Yeah. So. Uh, 1000%. 1000%. I always wanted to, uh, at, last year I was at the ACC tournament and I, it was crazy. I we so when we go to the ACC tournament, we call every game, not just text, because usually text is bounced pretty quick, and then that would just be you know not a good use of our trip. Um, <laughs> so I happened to call the the Wake Forest Syracuse game and like mm. called the shot. I guess that ended Beheim. You know that was the uh, Wake Forest beat him with the with a buzzer beater pretty mm-hmm. much. But like I immediately ran into his press conference because he just kind of had that feel like the building had that feel. And then the press conference was kind of weird, but I never got a chance to like go up to him. But I, I wanted to like say like I'm from Syracuse. I go to tech. But like he, he he did mean so much. Like, as you guys know, watching Syracuse basketball was like my whole childhood. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. ours, too. Gio, I yeah. Mean, and then you could yeah. tell that yeah. he appreciated, right? Yeah, you. I mean, yeah. just the only well, coach that we've known, right? But like, you look at the the uh, attendance that have been going to the dome this year against good teams, and then we get a Notre Dame, and we get that kind of attendance. You know why the people showed up? What they say? Something like yes. How many players? Like seventy? Did they say seventy, eighty? I, I feel like I heard somewhere that there were seventy, eighty former players that were That's there. Crazy. Like, I mean, if you don't, if you didn't make <laughs> some type of you know connection with with the the town and with the players and, and you didn't do something for them. I mean, then they wouldn't, they wouldn't show out like that, man. And I'm just glad that I'm glad that he got that. And hopefully now, um, since, you know, he's doing calling games and he's been away from it for a little while and now he's, he's gone there and got to celebrate, you know, maybe he'll feel a little bit more comfortable coming in the building a little bit more, uh, and going to some games, but I thought it was awesome. Just like you said, Gio, it was awesome. And, and the respect he got from the community and his former players was just awesome. Um, Mike Tirico, I'm seeing it. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that was great. I mean, when I was a yeah. kid, Mike Tirico was the local sports guy on Channel 3 or whatever the hell it was. And then he was on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, and then he was on – I mean, he was – we grew up with him now being on lo- Sunday Night Football. Yeah, it's like <laughs> – it's like – you know, I grew up with him like in our living rooms every evening talking about sport, you know, Syracuse sports, high school sports, whatever the case was. Right. And it's just crazy to have a Mike Trico uh, from Syracuse like that. It's I mean, few and far between. That's pretty cool. No, there's but, a lot of those. That is but, to, uh, what What's that? But, there's a lot of those guys from Newhouse, too. You know oh, there, I mean? there is. Of... But they're 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 You know, there is it's it's Bob Tirico. Costas. I right. It. I mean, but it's not a Mike Trico. Mike Trico was our local sports guy none of them, bob costas was not you know all of those other guys were not um 
But, um, you know, just back to Bayham real quick, how all of that ended last year, you know, was just poorly handled too. Yeah. So, you know, when you think about what, how to, how to right or wrong, I mean, you know, doing it this quick and, and having the big thing and coach doesn't like the big things. I mean, he's not like Krzyzewski where Krzyzewski has got to go and get, get freaking presented at every freaking game in his final year, his farewell tour. Like he's like, he's like, he's freaking Ozzy Osbourne or something. I mean, I know he would. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, to do that is just, just shows no humility. And coach was just like, yeah, whatever. You know, 47 years he here, whatever. He doesn't look at it as a big deal. You know, he he's doesn't. like a humble dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people think he comes off as like that, that get off my lawn. Like he is. Grandfather, right? He but is, yeah, I get yeah. that. But at the end of the day, when when you go to try to like praise everything he's done and his credentials, he just always turns it back and gives it to the players or gives it to the fans or exactly what he did. So I think that says a lot at the end of the day about a person, regardless if you don't like some of the things he says or if he's too blunt or straightforward, like that's fine. But at the end of the day, he gives the credit where credit's due. He's not looking to be this famous guy who, like you said, is doing his swan song every single damn game, no matter where you go, and taking <laughs> gifts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I and just, having, having halftime presentations and shit at every away <laughs> game in the conference. It's like, come on, end this. <laughs> Please, we're gonna we're gonna look back and like it actually happened sooner than I thought, right? Because I it, last couple of years just not being very good, like left the worst taste in our mouth, and people were saying it was time for coach to go. Like, I mean, honestly, should have won more than one national championship, went to five Final Fours, but like more than anything, like stayed. He'll say that Syracuse is the only place in the world that he'd want to live. He'll stay in Syracuse probably until the day he's gone, and it's like. How many people can say that? I'm from Syracuse, and I love Syracuse enough to tattoo it on my arm, and I'm still probably going to end up somewhere not in Syracuse. Like, you guys didn't end up in And, like, he made Syracuse home. And for people from Syracuse, like, that means something, and that's important. And you know how many times I'm sure the NBA called or some other school offered him more money, and he stuck around. And without Syracuse basketball being what it was, I don't know that the city of Syracuse is as – relevant as it is i mean it's not a major city it's like a middle you know middle tier city in this country but like without q's hoops i i don't know i don't know like he you owe him so very much. true yeah without without syracuse hoops i don't know if the football team becomes what it became in the 90s i mean you, who knows i mean syracuse hoops propelled a lot of that stuff but um, yeah uh geo any any final thoughts buddy before we scoot out of here just looking forward to a, a good one. Everyone always asks me who I root for in these games. I say who needs it more. Um, I think it's weird to say that Syracuse has a better chance to go to the NCAA tournament because they're 30 spots behind in the net. But I think they have a bigger win in Carolina. And I just think as of late, they're playing better basketball. Like that Virginia game was a one-off and Virginia literally couldn't score. Like, yeah, of course, Tech deserves some of the credit, but um, – I, I that was more of literally I I've never seen a team miss so many shots to I, be honest is what that was, um so I think Syracuse is playing better they're the better team better athletes, Tech gets you know they're not a very athletic team they're not a very big team I think Syracuse has them there at every spot but the five Syracuse is gonna have bigger players at every spot but the five that's mm-hmm. what I worry I, about 
Yeah, and I think I think that's gonna be that's gonna be where the game's won or lost is is in the paint um, at the center position. But let's hope Chris Bell goes another eight for eight from beyond the arc, right? Yeah. Can your, guard, there you can your go. guards do your guards match up well with ours as far as defensively with Couture and Padula and, and MJ Collins? I mean, they're all well, Padula's not a great defender. Collins and Couture especially. Couture's an elite defender, yes. on ball defender. Mm-hmm. But I just think Syracuse <clears throat> is a lot bigger. Um, I mean, you know, Cuse always recruits those tall, lengthy guards. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, JJ, Chris, they'll be bigger. I mean, Judah's, Judah's smaller. Yeah. Quadir Judah's smaller. That that's really going to be the, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that matchup because Sean is a very, very, very talented point guard and he could easily drop. I mean, he's dropped. 30 and back-to-back games this season like he he can go out there and score 30 if you need him to and so can judah so i think that and they're both very athletic they're different but they both create their own shot that'll be a fun matchup sean padula and, and judah mince will be fun to yeah. watch so yeah, yeah we'll see, I, we'll see I, I worry about the rebounding too because don't you guys got Rob, robbie b ran how's that guy he's a transfer yeah from- Northwestern, yeah, Robbie Barron's good. I mean, he's your he's your transition wide open in the corner. He's gonna knock down that timely open three. He might only put in five points on the whole game, but it's that one that you needed that you know turned a a six zero run into a nine zero run, and then Autry's got to call a timeout. He's that kind of player, and he's very scrappy, uh, good at yeah. the rim. He's a good defender. He might lead the team in blocks. Either him or Lynn Kidd, definitely. Uh, but Barron's got a Barron got does. a good defensive ability. Does he? Yeah, yeah I'm looking at yeah. him well, right it's, now. Well, it's because those two. That's that's where I worry because you know you're gonna have Malik Brown against Kidd. So if you got uh, Barron or Poteet, um, which I'm glad you said his first name, we didn't make Sean say it. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah, um, give it a shot, Sean. Hold on, hold on. Let's see. <laughs> but Poteet. oh, my jail, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's Melijah. Whatever. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. No, but I mean, Poteet, Poteet and Barron against like the the Justin Taylor. You know what I mean? Like that's what that's what I worry about is is because we have been out rebounded, um, but we've usually offset you know being out rebounded by getting more you know turnovers and you know offsetting it that way. So I, I was just wondering because there's a couple other things that. I was worried about, and that's definitely one of them. Is is definitely rebounding. If this game was in Castle Coliseum, I'd say Tech scraps it out. But it's in the dome. They're one and eight on the road. I think Syracuse is better than NC State. I mean, Syracuse proved that they've beaten NC State twice. So um, I just, I just don't. I, I, I feel confident in saying Syracuse wins tomorrow. With that being said, Syracuse has to stop getting out to such a good start and then falling apart in the second half and <laughs> barely eking it out. Like I don't really know why we had to sweat out the last two. We shouldn't have, but we did. Well, we played down the competition. It's like we're all used to that to some extent, I feel like. But you you yeah. figure, well, with a 29-point lead, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> right. I mean, but they blew leads right. against Miami last year, against Pitt. I mean – Past couple of years, they they've blown those and lost those games. This yeah. this year, they're not losing those games. That's the difference. You want to scratch scratch one by by scrape by by two or three points. I mean, it is what it is. They're losing that game last year. There's they just didn't have it in them. It was there was they got way more fight. 
Call it, I think know. Syracuse is a team that can make an ACC tournament run, too. <sighs> like, I like their chances against, depending on where they match up, like, I like their chances to play with anybody. There's not really anybody that they match up horribly with. D- um, yeah. Duke, Duke comes to mind. They match up horrible with Duke just every time. Every time, yeah. I mean, it's Fair. tough. Well, they always it's matched tough. up bad with Carolina until yeah. this year. They've had some success they beat against more than they beat in Carolina. Have they? They beat Carolina what three times? Wasn't wasn't that their first win in the ACC as well, or something like that? I'm remember. No, the second the second time they beat them, it was so surprising that COVID showed up. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So we beat him. Yeah, that was the that was the last time we beat him before. Yeah, so we've beat him three times, right? Yeah, that, that was in the, the tournament, game. wasn't it? It was the ACC tournament. It was the ACC I was tournament. Go to the Friday night game against Louisville because yeah. they beat North Carolina. Carolina. It was in it was in Greensboro. Yeah, we were going to play so. in Louisville, and they shut everything down. I, I'm so bummed the tournament's not in Greensboro this year. It's in DC this year, which I'm excited to go to DC. But I love it in Greensboro. Last year Are was you? in Greensboro, and it was sick. You're excited yeah, to DC's go to DC. just a just, you know, be careful. DC is a shit. I've only been to DC like once, so I don't think I've ever even stayed the night. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a dump. You'll have fun, but it's a the place is a dump. And watch out for those politicians. Sweet. Watch out for the politicians. <laughs> don't pickpocket you. Um, all right, that's gonna do it, gentlemen. Um, Geo, enough can't be said for you making time. For us guys from Cuse Militia, really, thank you, sir. Super appreciate you, Thanks buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know you're welcome at any time. And um, see what happens in this game. And we'll be back here Wednesday. To talk about it for Joe and Gio. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. <laughs>